Welcome back to Behind the Space Bar, Episode 8, Should You Become an Ableton Live Certified Trainer? Hey everybody, this is Will Doggett. Welcome to Behind the Space Bar. This is a podcast for playback decks, for musicians, music directors, really anyone using Ableton Live on stage to perform. Uh, today's episode is going to be really, really uh, important, I think. This is a question I get often, and so I am recording this episode to serve a couple different purposes. One, to help answer the question for you, should you become an Ableton Live Certified Trainer? What is it? Is it worth it? How do you do it? And then to serve a selfish purpose for me, which is when people ask me, I could say, hey, just check out this episode and I'm going to explain it in detail. Today, what I want to answer is one, what is Ableton Live certification? Two, is it worth it? Should you become an Ableton Live certified trainer? Three, how do you become an Ableton Live certified trainer? And then I want to wrap up uh, with two things at the end. No, number one, I'm going to share one thing you could do right now, immediately, if you're interested in becoming an Ableton Live certified trainer. So make sure you stick around to hear that. And then after that, make sure you stick around to hear some top secret tips that I have for becoming certified and getting certified, going through the process. These are things I've learned from my experience, as well as talking to other Ableton Live certified trainers, as well as talking to some folks at Ableton about things that I think they look for that will help you stand out. Okay. So we're going to get to all of that today. Let's start at the top though, and talk about what is an Ableton Live certified trainer. I want to share this. This is super fascinating to me. Let me one, share how Ableton explains this on their site and then some stats on how many certified trainers currently exist. This is pretty cool. Uh, Ableton Live certified trainer is a professional educator, private tutor, professional DJ, producer, engineer, musician, and consultant um, or consultants. Uh, that all specialize in helping the world make music with live. This is what I thought was interesting. Currently, there are 360 of those folks in the world, and there are trainers in 50 countries offering instruction in 38 languages, um, which is really, really cool. Uh, Ableton says that the certification program emphasizes quality over quantity, and only a select group of trainers and institutions in each geographical region receive certification. Um, this is something we're going to talk about at the end because there's such a small amount of certified trainers. There's a couple things you could do, I think, to stand out. And, uh, sometimes it just depends on where you live. Like they don't want tons of Ableton trainers, uh, located in one specific region. They want to try to spread that out. Um, and so there's just a couple different tips and tricks that again, I will share, uh, at the end of this, uh, that I think will, will really, really help. So Ableton Live certified trainer, someone who has an expertise um, in using Ableton Live. They have an expertise in performing with Ableton Live, with producing music with Ableton Live. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about a couple different things that I think are important uh, in this process, and particularly when we talk about how to become an Ableton Live certified trainer, things that I think are important. But it's someone that has a particular skill set and experience in, in one thing, one expertise in one thing, but you can understand many different contexts in which Ableton Live is used. So a story I often tell is I have never stepped on stage as a professional DJ. That's just something I've never done. I've been a guitar player. I've been a lead vocalist. I've uh, led worship as a worship leader. I've been a music director. Uh, I've played keys. I've done and playback both on stage and off, but I have never been a DJ on stage. But if a DJ comes to me and says, Hey, Will, can you help me understand how to use Ableton Live in a DJ context? I can say, Well, I've never done it before, but I understand the context in which you're working, and I understand Ableton Live well enough that 
um, I can I can help adapt Ableton Live to work to your context as opposed to your context adapting to work to Ableton Live. So I think that's an important skill set that worship leaders have. Uh, uh, worship leaders, certified trainers have. The reason I said worship leaders is this. Oftentimes I'll hear from particularly worship leaders, folks that are using Ableton Live in a church setting that will say, hey, I've been using Ableton Live for a year. I want to become a certified trainer. And I'll say, well, okay, that's great. What, you know, How are you making music with Ableton? Well, I don't really make music. I just use Ableton for tracks. Well, that's not a deal breaker, but if we go back to the beginning here, uh, consultants specialize in helping the world make music with Ableton Live. Now, making music with Ableton Live, performing on stage is a piece of that, which is great and is important. So that will help. But how will you talk to a DJ about this? Well, you know, I'm just working with churches, blah, blah, blah. I get that. That may not be the perfect fit for Ableton certification program. Now we'll keep talking about this a bit. Um, let me share a couple benefits that certified trainers get when you're certified. Uh, one trainer listing on Ableton.com. So for me, let's see if I can actually pull this up and find this. Uh, if I Google my name, or at least it used to be, uh, I can go to uh, the website here. Yeah, here we go. Let's share this. Uh, and you can find me with a very old picture. I need to update that picture. Um, find me on their website. So you get a description of what I've done, links to different things, which I need to update a lot of these because I'm no longer on Twitter and things of the sort. Uh, but then it shows that I teach at From Studio to Stage, which is an Ableton Live Certified Training Center, which is pretty cool. Um, so uh, uh, that is definitely beneficial to me as a certified trainer, as a marketing tool. Um, it's not the number one source of, of, uh, of revenue, number one source of traffic that I get, but it is beneficial and it does help for me to say, Hey, from studio to stage is a certified training center for Ableton. That's Ableton's way of saying, Hey, Will knows what he's teaching from studio to stage is a place you can go. If you want to learn more about Ableton live, um, as a certified trainer, you get special marketing support for training events. This is super helpful for me. If I go out to a conference, if I host a uh, training event, I can reach out to uh, folks at Ableton and say, Hey, would you uh, mind, you know, helping promote this? And if it makes sense and fits into their context, they will, but oftentimes they'll send me swag. They'll send me some free giveaways that I can offer at, um, at training because Ableton as a company is, is super big on education. They're super big on community and they're super big on, um, getting out there and helping folks, uh, you know, helping reach the community and help them learn how to use Ableton live in whatever context they're performing, whatever context they're making music. So they definitely help with that. You get access to Ableton certified trainer online community. Uh, at the time that's on Facebook, I'm no longer on Facebook. So I miss out on that, uh, that particular piece of it. You get some exclusive industry accommodations from different companies, uh, and you get authorization to use the Ableton certified trainer logo. So for example, and this is not the certified trainer logo. This is the certified training center logo, but I get authorization to use that as a certified trainer. And then I think somewhere on the site here. Yeah, there we go. So uh, this Ableton certified trainer logo. Now, granted, you could find this online and you could go grab it and throw it on your site. But um, uh, Ableton is not going to be quite happy with you just using this logo. You have to be a certified trainer in good standing uh, in order to use that. So those are a couple of the benefits you get as a certified trainer. Um and, uh, and it says too, this is a benefit that helped me. Ableton site says this, uh, institutions, businesses, uh, educational places that employ certified trainers, uh, to offer courses in Ableton line may apply to become certified training centers and be listed online in Ableton's list of recommended institutions, which that's why from studio to stage is a Ableton life certified training center. Uh, as you saw here at the top. Uh, because I am employed by from CDO stage, which I would hope I am because it's my company. But um, let's talk about this. This is super important. Uh, what Ableton certification is not. 
This is, again, a question I get often from people. Uh, you know, sometimes I get, should I become a certified trainer? Uh, how do I become a certified trainer? But one of the questions I get really often, which is why I think this uh, section is important, is, hey, I just started using Ableton Live. I'm really interested in it. I want to learn more and become a certified trainer. Um, or, hey, I want to learn how to use Ableton Live, so I want to become a certified trainer. So let's dive into what Ableton certification is not. Number one, it's not a certificate program from Berkeley or from an Ableton Certified Training Center. So for instance, uh, if you Google Ableton Live Certification or Certificate Program, you'll land on um, Berkeley uh, Online has a certificate, an Ableton Live Professional Certificate. That is not Ableton Live Certification. And it's kind of confusing and the verbiage is, is not super clear, but the same way you can go to Berkeley Online and get a different certificates and, and um, uh, online, uh, uh, go through their online education program and get like music production, music performance, um, uh, all those sorts of things. They have a certificate for Ableton Live uh, Professional. And I'll include the link in the show notes of this in the description of the video if you're watching on YouTube. Um, that is not Ableton Live certification. Um, you do not go to Berkeley and take a course and get a certificate and become a certified trainer. Um, also, another thing, I have people come to me and they go to the site and they see, hey, I saw that from Studio Stages and Ableton Certified Training Center. So how can I go through your program so that I can become a certified trainer? I say, well... You could go through my program and it's going to help you learn to use Ableton Live on stage. You'll learn how to run tracks like a pro with Ableton Live. Uh, but at the end, I can't make you a certified trainer. And we'll talk about how to do that in a moment. Um, the second thing, and this is, again, to answer a question I get from a lot of people, is Ableton Live certification is not a way to learn more about Ableton Live. It's not a course that you take. It's not a, um, a quiz that you take. You don't go for two days for a weekend and uh, uh, learn from an instructor and then take a quiz and you pass to become an Ableton Live certified trainer. So if you're interested in learning more about Ableton Live, Ableton Live certification is not how that's going to happen. In fact, Ableton Live certification has nothing about um, uh, educating you. It has nothing to do with educating you on how to use Ableton Live. Uh, we'll talk about what it is in just a moment, uh, but it's not that. So if you're looking for a way to learn how to use Ableton Live, selfishly, I'd like to <laughs> let you know about from studio to stage. Uh, I'll include the link in the description of this if you're interested. Uh, but if you're interested in learning how to use Ableton Live on stage, in particular, how to run tracks like a pro with Ableton Live, get access to 24-7 uh, access to courses, community, and different content, um, both on how to use Ableton Live, but as well as how to use all uh, your content that you use with Ableton Live, like audio interfaces, MIDI controllers, and stuff, uh, from studio to stage is the place to do that. Um, becoming an Ableton Live certified trainer is not the place to learn how to use Ableton Live. And in fact, if you don't know how to use Ableton Live, you're not going to become a certified trainer. Uh, Ableton Live certification is not a test to get a certificate. Again, it's uh, I know some different certifications for different softwares. Uh, you go to a testing or certification center. Someone teaches you, you get a textbook, you go through it at the end, you get a do you do a little quiz or test to pass? And if you pass, you get a certificate that is not Ableton Live certification. Uh, the other thing I want to mention here, Ableton Live certification is not a guarantee that you'll succeed. It's not a guarantee that you become certified and suddenly you're going to make more money. You're going to get more clients. You're going to get more gigs. Uh, it's not even a guarantee that you're going to become a better musician. If you're, you're watching and listening to this as a, as a musician, as a performer, and you're like, I want to become a certified trainer so I can get better performing live on stage. Again, that's not the goal of this. So let's, let's talk about how to become an Ableton Live certified trainer. Uh, this is the very tactical, practical piece of this. Uh, before I do that, though, I want to talk about based on Ableton Live's um, uh, site, 
what their qualifications for becoming a certified trainer are. Number one, Ableton platform, knowledge, and skills. You've got to know Ableton. The The biggest thing that helped me, someone emailed me, uh, I think it was John, a couple months ago and said, Will, how do you, um, uh, how, how do you know so much about Ableton Live? Like, um, I, I appreciate your knowledge that you have, the skill set you have. How did you learn what you know about Ableton Live? And one, it was experience. But number two, it was I read the manual from front to back. And I think if you're not the type of person that isn't interested in reading manuals, go back to episode one, RTFM, why reading manuals is the key to your success uh, of the Behind the Spacebar podcast. Go back, listen to that. If that's not something you're interested in, being a certified trainer may not be for you. But for me, I read the manual front to back and I understood the verbiage of Ableton Live. Um, a lot of times I'll watch people do tutorials uh, in uh, on Ableton Live um, on YouTube in particular, because that's a medium I work in a lot. And I'll see them uh, teach and they'll say, Okay, so we're over here in Clip View and uh, in Ableton Live, and then over here we're going to go to Recording View, and I'll go, no, 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 that's that's not what you call it. It's Arrangement View and it's Session View. Um, using the correct terms is super important, and you can only get those correct terms by um, by reading the manual. But in addition to that, you know, sometimes you work with someone who. Um, uh, has read the manual through and through. They know all the details, but you've got to have the skills too. So it's not just knowledge. You got to have skills. You can show someone where to go to get the compressor. You can show them, um, you know, explain what the threshold is versus makeup gain, but you've got to also have the skill set to understand how to use a compressor. How does a compressor work? Uh, and having some domain knowledge of making music, performing music is, is super helpful as well too. Um, and Ableton says it this way, you've got to be able to, you've got to know Ableton products inside and out, be able to explain functions and features in a detailed, but clear way. A lot of times, sometimes, um, a lot of times, sometimes often I will be teaching in front of folks at an Ableton event and someone will ask a, uh, maybe an obscure question or a question that I don't know the answer to. And sometimes because I know enough about Ableton, I can tell them you could probably go this way. Or sometimes I'll say, you know, I'm not really sure. Let's explore. If you were able to do that, this is where you would go to do that. Or I'll say for sure. I know that's not possible or say, you know, uh, hopefully that comes in the future, something like that. Um, but that's only because of my knowledge of Ableton Live and the skills that I've had, both as a musician, as a sound designer, someone who's performed on stage to know how to do that. The second thing Ableton says, second qualification, they say you have to have our teaching skills. It says a certified trainer has exemplary teaching skills and knows how to explain simple facts as well as complex concepts in any situation. And I think that's a big one. Again, let me pick on worship leaders for a moment. I, I had my Freudian slip earlier where I said worship leaders instead of certified trainers. The reason is a lot of times uh, there's something about um, the the uh, particularly young worship leaders that are go-getters. They're like super interested in this. They start using Ableton Live and after using Ableton Live for a month, they are convinced they are going to change the world and go teach everyone to, to, to use Ableton Live, uh, which is great. That's awesome. Good for you. That's how I got started. It was in a church context as a worship leader, uh, and I was super pumped and excited to use it. And I thought, I'm going to go change the world and teach everyone how to use Ableton Live. And I'm incredibly fortunate and blessed to have the opportunity to not necessarily change the world, but to do uh, to teach Ableton Live. But what I had to learn, what I had to develop, and what I'm still developing is the skill to teach. So I was able to do this specific thing. Uh, I had the skill uh, to do the thing, but I had to then learn the skill of how to teach the thing. And doing a skill or doing a thing versus teaching a thing is a completely different skill set. And really, the only way to get better at it, it's not going to school. It's not getting a teaching degree. Those are, are tools and resources that will help you, but it's to do it. 
The only way to get better at doing YouTube videos is to create a YouTube video every single day and you'll learn how to do it. The only way to get better at teaching a classroom full of students is to teach a classroom full of students. I did that for a year and realized I'm never going to teach a classroom full of students again. The only way to get better at teaching a workshop live and in person is guess what? To teach a lot of workshops live and in person. And, um, Teaching skills is super important. So you may know how to do something in Ableton Live really well. You may be a, um, um, a, a skilled at a particular trade, a specific use of Ableton Live, but you've got to be able to teach that to other people. And in fact, uh, Ableton certification, you know, answering the question, should you become a certified trainer? If you're not interested in education in, in any form or fashion, then I don't know that it makes sense. And I'm jumping ahead. We'll get there in just a moment. Final thing here. Uh, Ableton as a company says that if you want to become a certified trainer, you should have experience in the field and technical and theoretical knowledge. Here's how they explain that. They say certified trainers know their way around music, audio and music technology and music theory. That's a big one. And are also comfortable adapting to a quickly changing product landscape. Uh, and that's really true because uh, almost every year, uh, or I think every year so far since I've become a certified trainer, Ableton's released a new version of the software with new things and you got to keep up with it. Um, they ask every year when they recertify folks, you know, if you're not interested in, in staying a certified trainer, then you don't have to, you don't have to fill out the forms. You don't have to fill out the documents, but it's super important that you stay up with it. And it's also important that you have experience doing it. Um, and I think not just theoretical knowledge, like not just, uh, I understand theoretically and in theory, how to use Ableton live, uh, to run tracks on stage, to create music, to record songs, to create keys sounds, but I've done that and I have a proven track record and, and proven experience of knowing how to do that. Now let's get to the very tactical bits here. How do you become an Ableton Live certified trainer? I want to make sure you're paying uh, special attention here because if you have any interest in becoming an Ableton Live certified trainer, and if you understand that this is not a means to learn Ableton Live, it's not a means to uh, get guaranteed success. It's not going to suddenly send you tons of leads for training. Um, if you're still locked in and you're still interested, uh, how to become able to live certified trainer. Um, number one is you need to apply for an event. Uh, and so able to live certification, this is the number one, most important thing you could do right now. If you're listening to this, uh, if you are interested in any form or fashion and, um, and becoming a certified trainer, you need to go right now. We'll finish this podcast and then go and apply for an able to live certification event. Um, you, when you get there, you have a form you have to fill out, uh, an interest form. You submit a professional CV, a letter of motivation, uh, example live and push course curriculum or lesson plan. Uh, just an outline, they say, not too detailed, max two pages. And that's just super important. A video of yourself teaching live or push. This can be either a video of yourself teaching in front of a live audience or just directly into the camera. Um, and here's really what they're looking for is they want to see, see and hear you teaching uh, in a live situation, which is super important. Because again, a bit of this is not just your knowledge, not just your skill level. Uh, not just your experience, but your teaching ability. So you could be out on the road for 20 years as a playback tech, but if you can't teach someone else how to be a playback tech, it doesn't matter. Um, you don't have to be out on the road actively as a playback tech to be a great person to teach people how to be playback techs. That's something Ableton's interested in. So number one, to become a certified trainer, if you're interested in that whatsoever, go to the link I have in the description of this, click on that and go fill out the interest form. Uh, for a upcoming Ableton event. Once you fill out that interest form, you'll see on the page they have, at least at the time I looked a couple of days ago, they have two events scheduled for 2022, which is when I'm recording this. Uh, but they add new events all the time. And based on interest, they may potentially add 
let's say one of the U.S. and L.A., maybe one overseas in Berlin, wherever, uh, uh, fill out that interest form. That's super, super important. That's step one. And then from there, you can go through and do the CV, the resume, the motivation, um, and your curriculum plan as well as submitting the video. But number one is fill out that application. Number two is do a phone interview. This is one of my favorite parts of the certification process. As I mentioned, for me, I was certified in uh, 2010. At least I think that date is right. That seems about right because I think that's around when I moved to Florida. Uh, and I remember doing the phone interview and I was so incredibly nervous. I literally had taken the manual and I had already read the manual all the way through, but I grabbed a, 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 a um, what do you call these highlighters? There we go. And I opened the manual. And this is when we had printed manuals. And I bet I still have that manual somewhere around here. I don't know if it's on my shelf. I don't see it currently, but I need to find it and, and maybe frame that uh, because that manual had tons of sticky notes in it, uh, had tons of uh, Sharpie uh, or highlighter all in it, uh, pen notes and everything. And I was studying really, really deep and I was super nervous that I was going to be asked about warping, which I didn't feel like I had a great understanding on. So I, I really dove deep into what is warping. How do you explain it? How does Ableton think about it? Why does it work the, the way that it works? I, I just dove deep into that. I also, I just remember particularly being really nervous about corpus and uh, corpus is an effect in, in Ableton Live. For some reason, I was just nervous because I didn't know fully how to use that instrument. I was, I was just really nervous about that. But I did a phone interview. My buddy Houston, who now is a, a, a buddy of mine, um, called me and Houston said, hey, let's, you know, let's chat through this. And uh, and I was super fortunate that my phone interview went really well and Houston and I hit it off and talked about it. Uh, but essentially at that phone interview, um, and, and I don't know that this is how it always goes. I, uh, I've heard from uh, some friends that have gone through the phone interview, then heard later that they didn't get it. So I don't think this is the same experience as everyone. Uh, but you do the phone interview. And then uh, for me, I, in that phone interview, Houston basically invited me to the event. And this was a unique scenario because this event in Seattle was happening basically like a week later, uh, maybe it was two weeks after our phone call, but it was like, Hey, we, we've got one spot left. You fit the bill. You're going to be a great fit. Are you interested? If you're in, here's the deal. So did the phone interview. Um, you'll do the, your interview. It's basically kind of what's your skill level. They'll ask you a question about Ableton live. Um, uh, a question that you really only know if you've read the manual really well. Again, I was stressed about corpus. I think we talked about warping and I'll get to my warping story a little more in depth here in a moment. Um, uh, things like the difference between um, uh, modulation and automation and just really kind of discrete things, you know, Max or Live, how would you use Max or Live? What does Max or Live do? Things like that. Do your phone interview. You'll hear then back from them um, if you've passed, if you've done well, uh, and if they invite you to an event. Now, one thing I want to mention here between doing phone interview and you being invited to the event, uh, there is a fee associated with that. Um, I honestly don't remember what the cost of mine was. I want to say it was in the like $2,000 range potentially then. Um, I, I don't know what the cost is now and I'm assuming they still charge for this. Maybe they don't now. I do not know that particular piece of that. They'll explain all that to you uh, during the phone interview or if you get accepted, they'll explain the next step. So don't quote me on that, but I know that there was a cost and it was fairly substantial. I was incredibly blessed and incredibly fortunate that um, the organization I was working for at the time, the church I worked for said, Hey, we want to pay for you to become a certified trainer. And that was amazing because that was a, a goal of mine for a very long time. I, once I got into Ableton live, got into using it for tracks and kind of got interested in teaching. I was like, 
this is on my list. This is my to-do list to become a certified trainer. Uh, there's no way I can afford that. And the church said, we're going to pay for you to go and do that, which is amazing. So anyway, you do your phone interview, you get accepted or not. You not getting accepted doesn't necessarily mean you don't know able to live. It doesn't mean that uh, you don't have the skill set. Um, I've uh, I have a friend that uh, he knows able to live fairly well, but he routinely didn't get accepted because he has um, his skill set was in one particular area of using live. Plus, he was in a geographical region where there are already a lot of certified trainers. So sometimes it's like you know I live in Austin. Um, uh, in, in Texas, there's a lot of stuff uh, and a lot of things happening, but it's like, you know, I don't know that there'll be more certified trainers in Austin because it's such a big geographical region. Um, now I was certified when I was in Florida, I was living in Florida at the time. So that's a different story there. But, um, uh, as, as a small kind of pro tip, look at geographically where you live, how many certified trainers there are. I imagine if you live somewhere, you know, I haven't looked at the site here, uh, and I don't know that I can even get to this uh, live as we're talking, but you can actually let's explore. So if you're watching live, you'll, you'll see me uh, go through this. If I go to the certified trainer site filtered by trainers and go to United States city states, uh, you could see all the states and cities where they have people. I was going to say like, if you live in South Dakota or like Idaho, uh, but like Kansas, Topeka, Kansas, there's some people, um, um, Missoula, Montana, Minneapolis, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, like just looking at the different uh, cities here, uh, you go and look at this and go, okay, you know, there's some people in Houston. There's obviously Austin, um, New York, just different places, but looking if your state, you know, doesn't have, uh, anyone listed there, um, that may be a really good benefit to you. And I know Ableton as a company has stats where they look at, we have a, a large group of users uh, based on people who have purchased Ableton and maybe gone to a user group or whatever that are in this area. And so if there's high demand and there's not someone already there in that group, in that region as a certified trainer, you got a good shot. So anyway, pay attention to that. Third thing though, is attend an event. And here's the thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, my certification event was amazingly fun. It was so fun. It was in Seattle at the Art Institute. It was two days um, it was like the two days of great weather that they have in Seattle every year. At least that's what they said. It wasn't raining. It was just amazing. Um, certification event lasts for two days. Each participant is expected to demonstrate their teaching and live skills in several different, uh, several different presentations during these two days. Uh, two weeks before the actual event, and this is where it's super cool. This is one thing I want to talk about. Um, each invited participant will receive preparation material that will thoroughly explain exactly what is, ex is expected. Now, I do not know how they're currently running current certification events. Um, and so this could potentially, uh, could be completely different, but I remember at our event, um, one, I was given a topic to present on, uh, again, remember me talking about being nervous. Uh, thankfully it wasn't about corpus. Uh, at least I don't think it was, but the one thing I do remember was, um, explain to someone who's never used Ableton Live before what warping is, why it's beneficial and how to warp. And if you've ever taught Ableton Live or or coached someone on Ableton Live or even used Ableton Live, you know warping is a really hard concept to understand and get. So I got that concept and was super stressed about it. Um, and as far as I remember, I did really well going through that. Uh, but I got that about two weeks before the event, which for me was like a day after my phone call because we were like leading right up to the event. But I got a specific topic that I was given to teach on. 
Then in addition, in addition to that, and again, this may particularly change uh, or may have been specific just to my scenario. In addition to that, it was um, like bring your setup and show kind of your live rig and how you use Ableton Live. And then when we got there, we had some really cool opportunities to, uh, they gave us some samples. And again, they may not do this anymore, but they gave us some samples and said, you have an hour to create a song. So again, that's where if you just use Ableton Live to perform on stage, I think you need to also be a songwriter, be a musician, understand music theory. And what was really cool to me about that particular moment is uh, I think there were eight different people in our certification group, if I remember correctly, and all eight of us, our songs using the same samples sounded completely different. Um, and you've seen the YouTube videos of like, you know, one sample for producers or whatever, that sort of thing. That's that's really what happened in this event was I think we had five different samples Everyone got up and did a song, presented it, talked about how they do the song, and it was just all completely different, which is really, really, really cool. We went through the event, and um, there were times where Houston and Tommy, who are the two people that were um, kind of orchestrating our event, would ask questions as if they knew nothing about Ableton Live. And these are two two guys at the company that obviously knew Ableton you know, uh, almost better than anyone else in the world. But they would ask questions, particularly when I did my warping thing, and they, you know, ask, well, you know, why should I use warping or whatever to really test your knowledge and skill set. And that was super beneficial because um, when you get into a, a scenario teaching, you're going to be in a classroom, particularly when you're at a workshop, you're in a classroom teaching, and half the room is going to have no experience with Ableton, the other half is going to be absolute experts, and they're both expecting you to speak to them consistently throughout the same presentation. And that's difficult. That's why for me doing workshops at conferences, for example, has become one of my least favorite things to do because it's just difficult to talk to that, that wide range of people and give them the same experience consistently without the beginner people feeling left behind, without the advanced people feeling left out. Uh, but that was really, really helpful. And for me, and then step four is you go through that event. If you make it, if you get the, the correct knowledge, um, then you finally, you will become a certified trainer. So let's, let's wrap up here. Um, I want to talk about answering the question. Cause that's the name of the episode. Should you become a certified trainer? And then finally, I want to wrap up with, uh, Stuff I haven't talked about or shared publicly before, I don't think, is some top secret uh, top secret tips to having a better chance at getting uh, accepted. So uh, should you become a certified trainer? I kind of hinted at this earlier. If you're an educator and you're teaching Ableton Live in a classroom environment for high school students, college students, um, maybe you teach at a, a trade school, like an art institute or something like that, um, then I think there's a lot of benefit to you becoming a certified trainer because it's going to help you learn to teach better. Uh, I learned so much about teaching, interacting with a room, managing a room. I, I didn't learn anything about Ableton Live in that time period because it's not, again, you don't sit and get taught to for two days. You sit and get tested for two days, basically, to make sure uh, you have the proper knowledge. Um, but if you're an educator, I think that's super beneficial. You'll learn a lot about teaching Ableton Live. You'll see how other people teach and their process and their methods, and you'll learn a lot from that. Uh, number two, if you're a consultant, if you're in the playback world, if you want to uh, I talked about picked on worship leaders. Let me circle back to worship leaders. I won't pick on any this time. If you're a worship leader that makes music, records songs in Ableton Live, um, and uh, you want to um, go teach other people how to do that, 
uh, and you have a uh, you know a proven track record of songs and content you've created, you're a good teacher and instructor, um, and you want to go help other churches, you want to help other artists do this, uh, then potentially become uh, consider becoming a certified trainer. That could be beneficial to you. Again, it's not like it's going to suddenly give you tons of leads that you've never gotten before, but it does give you connections at Ableton. As a company, they've sent me business and connected me with people that reached out because they were in the Austin region or they were particularly related to a, a, an area type of music I've worked with. And they said, Hey, talk to Will. Will is your guy. Um, number three, if it's a marketable skill for you, uh, if, if you being able to say, Hey, I'm a certified trainer, um, gets you through the door with people. If it helps you, then I think you could, should consider doing it again. If you're an artist that just performs on stage, you have no desire to teach. You have no desire to consult folks. Um, I don't think certification is for you. If you are um, someone who's just getting started with Ableton Live, you have no interest in teaching it, uh, you don't hardly even know it, then certification is not for you. And you're not going to be accepted into the certification program anyway, because you don't have uh, the experience, you don't have the teaching ability. So if you're an educator, consultant, if it's a marketable skill for you, then I think um, you should consider becoming a certified trainer. Now, let's talk about it again. These are top secret tips for having a better chance of getting accepted. I can't guarantee that you get accepted, but these are things I've learned from my experience and as well as working with other certified trainers, talking to folks at Ableton that I think are really good. Number one, show your work. If someone can Google your name and say, we'll dog it and find tons of YouTube videos, find songs you've released, find patches that you've released, that speaks volumes uh, and, and does way more than someone who says, yeah, I'm a songwriter. I'm a blah, blah, blah. Well, what songs have you released? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm working on my fourth EP. Well, where's your first through third EPs? Well, uh, they're getting mastered right now. Okay. Well, when are you going to release them? Well, you know, it's like real artist ship, right? Uh, if you are creating art and you're releasing art, if you're creating content, teaching content, and you're releasing uh, content and you can go to the site and see, uh, you can Google it, find your name, see the stuff you're doing. That's really going to help. Number two, be so good. They can't ignore you. This is a great book by Cal Newport. In fact, let me make a note here. I'm going to link this book up uh, in the description. If you've never read this book, it's, it's really great. It's a quote that Steve Martin once said, where someone came to Steve and said, Steve, how do you you know, get opportunities as a comedian or, or whatever it was. And Steve said, be so good that they can't ignore you. And that's the idea of show your work, do your work, but get to the point where when Ableton calls you, they say, yeah, we know who you are. We we're very familiar with your work. The only way you can do that is by showing your work. And then number three, put in the work. And by that, I just mean, um, don't use Ableton Live. And again, I'll pick on worship leaders again. I don't know what it is about worship leaders, but there's something about, hey, I've used Ableton Live for a month. So I've decided to create a YouTube channel to explain to everyone how to do this. Uh, and I want to go become certified uh, and, and do this. Well, you got to do the work. You've got to get experience across lots of different um, areas, skill sets. If you have interest, that's great. We'll go volunteer to do that for free for a band local in the area and say, Hey, listen, I know you guys are just starting out. I'm starting out. I have an interest in this. What if I did this for free for you guys in exchange? You just, if it works out, you write a testimony or record a video and say, Hey, Will was really good at this. That That's important. Um, uh, you got to put in the work. Number four, you have to understand different context. Again, a worship leader using tracks. You don't have to be a DJ on stage uh, at a EDM festival in front of 50,000 people. You don't have to be doing that to have the empathy and the understanding of that person's context to be able to relate to them. 
So as a worship leader using tracks on stage on a Sunday that wants to be a certified trainer, you can learn enough about a DJ concept so that when a DJ comes to you, you can say, yeah, I can help you do this. And she can understand that you understand her scenario enough and understand Ableton Live enough that you can connect and and, um, and serve her in that way, learning to use Ableton Live in her context. So understand context of using Ableton Live other than your context. If you're a singer songwriter, uh, learn how like EDM producers use Ableton Live to produce music. If you um, only use Ableton Live for tracks with your uh, small cover band, then understand how people record with Ableton Live. Um, uh, if you just use Ableton Live to produce your own music, EDM music, understand how singer-songwriters produce music, understand how people use Ableton Live for sound design, understand how people use Ableton Live on stage for tracks. Again, you don't have to have done it. You have to have that theoretical knowledge, but understand enough about Ableton Live to do that. And then finally, number five, what's your unique spin? What's your unique uh, uh, thing that you're bringing to this at the time, uh, in 2010, when I was certified, uh, my unique spin was I'm a worship leader who does, uh, who had a company at the time called loops and worship. I was creating sound design content for Ableton live. I was creating tutorials for Ableton live and I was a worship leader. Um, and I was involved in a church context and there were no worship leader, no certified trainers in the worship world in the worship market. So, um, I got certified and that was kind of my unique niche. Now I I still remember the day that I cried when my buddy Matt McCoy became certified. And I remember being at an event and looking and go, going, no, I'm no longer the only certified trainer for worship, but I digress. Uh, but what was unique for me at that time was I had a unique spin that I was bringing to this. I was not an EDM producer. Um, I was not an educator at an art institute. Uh, I was someone who had a business teaching people to use Ableton Live. I was a consultant. I was creating content. They could see I was doing the work. They could see I had the knowledge. And I was using it week in and week out on stage to perform. And it was a different context than what all the other certified trainers had. So don't be ashamed of your unique context, whether that's EDM producer, bedroom producer, DJ on stage, person using this for tracks with your cover band locally, person using this as a playback tech out on the road with major artists, worship leader at a small church, whatever your context is, uh, lean into that and let that be a unique spin for you. So here's where I want to wrap up. Finally, here's the one thing I want you to do. If you have any interest, interest in being able to live certified trainer, if you've listened to this and you understand what certification is, you feel like it benefits you, then number one, most important thing you should do, go fill out that interest form. Don't think twice about it. You, you, you know, you don't have to pray about it. You don't have to talk to your friends and say, should I do this? Fill out the interest form. You filling out the interest form doesn't guarantee that you're in. It doesn't mean you have to pay anything. It just means you're interested and your interest. And again, enough interest in a certain region, enough interest by a certain people, you know, living in the U S versus uh, living in Hong Kong versus wherever that that's going to create how the, how, that's going to make them want to create an event for you. So get that interest form filled out. Uh, number two, though, it's possible you listen to this episode and you came to this. Maybe you emailed me and said, hey, Will, um, I want to I become a certified trainer. And by you saying you wanted to become a certified trainer, what you really meant was, hey, Will, I want to learn more about Ableton Live. And if that's you, then you've gotten through the episode and realized I'm not ready for certification. I'm not an educator. I'm not a consultant. I just want to learn to use Ableton Live better. Then head to from studio to stage.com. Um, check out the site, check out the free tutorials. We post a new tutorial every single day for free. You don't have to pay nothing for that. Every single day, 10 a.m. Central, I've got a new tutorial out showing you how to use Ableton Live on stage, how to run tracks like a pro, 
But here's the unique thing. If you become a subscriber at from studio stage student, you get access to over 40 different courses, 24 seven on demand access. You don't have to join a zoom call and be there at a specific time. You get free resources. You get 200 credits. You can use every single month to download content from the store. Plus, in addition to that, what I think is the super important part is you get access to a supportive community that's not going to let you quit, that's going to encourage you, that's going to help answer your questions. And you get a monthly call every single month with me and the rest of the students where you can ask me a question. If you go to purchase a one-on-one session with me today, it's $500. If you join from studio to stage as a monthly subscriber, you get a call with me every single month included. So the amount of value you get of courses that would run 250 bucks a pop. When I was at multishacks.com, we sold the courses that I was teaching for, for $250. You get over 40 courses. Now I'm not great at math, so 40 times 250, whatever that is, you get 200 credits, which is the equivalent to $200 you can use on the site to buy anything and everything you see in the shop. Uh, Not anything and everything, but you can get the advanced tracks template, which is $200. You get that when you subscribe um, using credits. Uh, You get that monthly call, just so, so much stuff. But again, if you're listening to this and you're going, I want to learn how to use Ableton Live on stage, I thought it was certification is the way to do that. What you should do is head to from studio to stage.com. Check it out. We've got a lot of free resources that you can click and download um, uh, that you can get for free. But that's going to be the way that you learn how to use Ableton Live. Um, if you have any questions after this, if you want to go a little further, shoot me an email questions at from studio to stage.com. Uh, Again, that's questions at from studio to stage.com. Uh, and I'll do my best to answer you or, or, or send you a note of, um, uh, you know, what, what you could do or how you could, uh, access that info, uh, another way if I can't answer that. But again, if you're interested in certification, go fill out that interest form. If you want to learn more about Ableton live, and that was your purpose of watching this, listening to this episode, then head it from studio to stage.com. If you have any questions that I didn't answer in this episode, then again, shoot me an email questions at from studio to stage.com. And with that, um, I will see you next week. We're going to continue this conversation. We're going to continue talking about how to use Ableton Live better on stage, how to run tracks like a pro with Ableton Live. Um, and again, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week, 10 a.m. Central for the next episode of Behind the Space Bar. Take care, everybody. See you next week. Bye.